Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. What's up, Gloria? Hello, Eva. Looking amazing as always. Girl, you got a mirror because that's you. <laughs> that is you. But I see you dripped over there in some Macy's, though. Drip, drip. You already know how it goes because I heard uh, it was a sale. So I had to go <laughs> rush on over to Macy's and yes. gather myself because you know the fall is here. Let me tell you something. Just because <laughs> we play with Macy's does not mean we don't play with a sale. We like sale like everybody else. So speaking of Macy's, go ahead on over there and see what they got on sale for you because this week it's a lot going on and you need to get dressed. Kim Kardashian says that she was absolutely mortified by her work comments. Why she was mortified? I don't know, but we're going to undress that. Plus, Jendina, that's a name we haven't heard in a while. Well, he opens up about being polyamorous. Okay, Jendina. And a woman earned $34,000 in one month through financial domination. We're going to talk about what that means in just a minute. And Chris Rock has turned down an offer to host the Oscars next year. I think that slap got him stunned. Mm, got him stuck on his face still stinging and he can't come outside. But a man <laughs> is explaining to a woman why they wouldn't be a good match. And you might side eye his answer. You know, they mm. always got some craziness going on, just like me, because it's going down in my DM. And hey. this time we got a little jingle that I found in there. You're not going to believe. Not a jingle. It is like, I, y'all never cease to amaze me. And week <laughs> after week, it's just, it gets worse. And this week, this happened. And I was wondering if I could take you out, show you a good time, show you. Oh, yeah. Uh Yeah, it did happen. It happened just like that. And it's going down. So make sure you listen to hear how we undress all this mess on the Undressing Room podcast brought to you by none other than our favorite. And that's Macy's. I'm glad you brought Macy's up again because, baby, it is that time of year. You know my fashion sense. You can own your style right now with the rustic home decor over at Macy's. So if you're like me and you feel like your space could use like, you know, a little refresher, a little facelift but you're not exactly sure what you want to do. Well, there's so many options. You can dive into the farmhouse trend with Macy's soft textures and warm wood accents. You can make it easy to bring a piece of countryside into your home. So yes, even if you live in like an apartment in a city or a condo or even a cute little studio, plus your sanctuary will be unmistakably yours with details like sage green dinnerware, you know, none like a cute little plate to warm 
warm up the rustic decor, the lush foliage, and cozy blankets and bedding. It is nothing like a snuggle to make everything comfortable. So if that sounds like what you need in your life right now, do yourself a favor. Head on over to Macy's.com slash own your style. That is Macy's.com slash own your style. Be an owner. Be a boss. Boss up. And we are always going to boss up as well. And talk about working because that's something that we all do. And Kim Kardashian feels like she works and I don't think she really does. Uh, what, what a minute. Right. Well, okay. She tried to go in on us one day. I don't know if y'all remember these comments that she had, but she's saying she was actually mortified from the backlash that she got from her work comments. So uh, another day, another Kim K problem, right? It must be so hard to be her. Now she faces backlash from this thing that she said. And in a recent drop, of the trailer from the upcoming season of the Kardashians, because we all just can't wait for it to come back. Kim admitted to being mortified. Now, uh, she said, I have the best advice for women in business. Get your up and work. Remember she said that? I do. Yeah, she did. Well, she said, it seems like nobody wants to work these days. You have to surround yourself with people that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they're due because you have one life, no toxic work environments. So, of course, everybody went back to, like, uh, the people that worked for her at Dash, <laughs> and they seemed pretty miserable alongside of the whole toxic situation they just have on their damn show. Well, many people thought she was out of touch, and uh, the rest of the world also looked at it like, sis, you was born with money. What the hell do you know about getting up off your ass and working? Because the work is she talking about is taking pictures. And what I'm not saying, I'm not saying that's hard. <laughs> I'm not saying Breaking that's not hard. Lori I'm not saying that's not hard, but has she ever had to like shovel or <laughs> like, like, you know, like physically. But she has built an empire. And I think. Nobody's uh, taking that away from her. No, no, because, but you can't say she don't work if she has an empire because and it took work. She didn't really work. I saw But she did video. though. And Ray even J though. was doing most of the work. No, that's how she got put on. There oh. are a lot of people oh. out there that we can go back and say their names and they used to be a speck and they were the hottest thing. But what Kim Kardashian did is create a line of something that I personally buy a lot of. She has figured right. out how to have a clothing line. She She's has figured food. out a television show. She has figured out makeup. She has figured out skincare. She has figured out ways to monetize her beauty. And so I'm sorry, that's Chris. No, no, however you want to call it, however it is she got it, she is not sitting down and not doing anything. I think her failures and the things that she didn't do well at Dash, she's implementing now and not making those same mistakes. So yeah, I think she made a lot of mistakes back in the day. And a lot of disgruntled employees might have things to say about 15, 20 years ago. But the lady has been running companies now and she has veteranship under her belt. I'm not mad at this. You know how I feel. Like, I'm not her biggest fan. I don't watch her television show. But any woman that has figured out how to get out here and get it for themselves creatively and monetize that into a space where you don't need a man for nothing but jokes, you my kind of girl. Yeah, but not when you're bashing other women and trying to say that they're not working just because but they didn't have But was she bashing, though, or was that taken out of context? Like, uh, was she bashing 
you said this in the middle of a pandemic when we couldn't even go to work unless it was grocery stores. Like you, like it was just not a good time. Well, the government was getting loans and then there was also a thing called the big resign where you have more black women pull up and create companies in the last two years than you've seen in the last 20. Like the pull up is happening, but it's the encouragement that you can, sis. That, you can that wasn't it. encouraging. That was actually nasty. Like encouraging. You weren't encouraged. No, I wasn't encouraged. Encouraging would be something totally different. Like, you know, the way that I got to my empire success is True. by working. And, you True. know, if some people just got out there and worked a little harder, maybe they would be uh, rewarded with success. Do you think if, if this came from a different person, if this came from Jennifer Lewis, who we consider the, the, the no, mother. No, but she talks like that. But I'm, I'm, just like saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. No, friend, no, friend, no. You got to rock with me. that voice. If the same exact message was coming from Michelle Obama. Michelle um, Obama don't talk like that. Jennifer, the she same would message, would you have a problem with it? Not because they would never deliver okay, it like okay. that. Okay, next topic. They would never deliver it like you that. You don't like and the Kardashians. Kim, to be honest, I still don't feel like she worked. Like, I feel like a big part of your success is getting naked. It's one thing if it was revenge porn and we feel bad for you, but you orchestrated this with your mother, which I think is disgusting. Okay. And and Ray J and like don't talk to me about getting up off my ass and working because that's not what you did. So what Wh I'm why do why is, is that not what she did? Why no, you now you're doing a couple of things, but in the beginning you did not get up off your ass and work to get where you are. You got on your back and laid. So let me want to <laughs> lay if I'm lazy. <laughs> And it's true. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of laying, I want to talk about uh, what has been laid down more recently. Now, I, oh, a lot of us know Jen Denna. He's an amazing artist. Okay. We saw him early in his career come out with the likes of Janelle Monae um, and has done extremely well for himself. And to be so handsome and to be young, it's weird that we kind of haven't seen him in a while. But I now know why. So Jendena did an interview with Tiana Taylor for her partnership with the dating app Bumble. And he opened up about being in a polyamorous relationship that an ex-girlfriend actually introduced him to. So when it comes to being in a polyamorous relationship and it's basically the act of having intimate relationships with more than one person at the same time it is not the same thing as a lot of men do which is called lying and cheating everyone <laughs> is aware of what is going on so it wasn't completely foreign to him uh he is african his grandfather had six wives in nigeria so first he needed to understand what the difference between polyamory and polygamy was right okay. so and he's dating women correct he's dating women yes okay. he didn't say he was non-gender binary we didn't go there yet but i gotta read the rest of this because i don't know where we going <laughs> <laughs> polyamory means that multiple loves and polygamy means multiple spouses so okay. the difference between polyamory and polygamy is marriage that's the difference. But the idea of being with multiple people is the same. So the two discuss the misconception that it's usually the man that wants to initiate the polyamory or being surprise, open surprise. to it. 
But oftentimes, Jendina is like, uh, word to y'all, it's the women that do it. Okay. Now, Tiana Taylor goes on to admit that she is the one who wanted to introduce other women into her and her husband's bedroom. And he didn't want to do that. So that didn't happen with Tiana and Iman, but yes, it, it goes did. back definitely to definitely had threesomes. He talked to me about point it. of saying it was the woman's, you know, idea. I hear you, L'Oreal, crazy stuff. <laughs> Many women thought that she was doing it just to keep her husband happy. Okay. Jen Dennis, current girlfriend, opened up the floor about polyamorous lifestyle. He encourages people to have this conversation up front and added that I believe that most of us are out here dating. And if we are not like in an exclusive partnership with someone, then it's kind of a form of polyamory anyway. It's just the only difference between a lot of y'all out here dating three women at one time is the fact that you're lying to them because you're living a polyamorous lifestyle. Word and uh, shout out to Jendena for being up close and, uh, and honest about it. Word to the lady that introduced it to him. Come on, sis, what you out here doing? But do you think that more black women are seeming to be open about polyamorous lifestyles? Out here in the world today, you see them in Atlanta, we see them in New York, we see them out in L.A. and Chicago. Are you noticing this? I mean, of course, way more than when I was younger, because now it seems like it's a thing, even if like not a thing, but like certain people make certain things cool, just like they said, eat the groceries. You know, that became cool when they made it cool. But when LLE stay out of my groceries, but when, when he said lick the armpit, we all went crazy. So it's like when you normalize certain things, you see more people jumping on board to it. And I like I got a couple friends, one in particular that I could think of that talks about this um, with me often to the fact where if she's dating a guy and he's open with her about another woman, she's willing to like still date him or whatever the case now me and because it makes sense because until <laughs> you're committed into a relationship like i'm just gonna be real there is in no world i would meet you l'oreal and think that you were single or think that you didn't have somebody that you were talking to might yeah. not have been like completely taken and you know somebody you walk around we got matching tattoos mm -hmm. but your energy doesn't give me one of a woman who is completely out here without. So the assumption is everybody kind of talking to somebody, See, right? But people say that, but like at one point in time, I really didn't have anybody that I was taking serious talking to. Okay, like, hold on. Operative words in there. You didn't really have people that you were doing what? I wasn't talking to nobody. Like I wasn't dealing with nobody at, at one point in time. There's been time. I mean, if I wanted to talk to somebody, I could have, but there was nobody there. Like it was just no one. But and that's like, by choice though. Yeah, I'm that saying, was my like, choice. If, I could have yeah, had it. But if you out here in this world and I'm single, it's because I'm single does not mean that like somebody but didn't text me good a, morning. Is that a poly relationship? Because I look at like in my situation, right? When mm -hmm. I met the guy that I like, mm -hmm. um, I was talking to another guy. I actually was literally on the phone with him. And I never had brung him up. <laughs> I love you. You are my I, spirit animal. I love you. Wait after, a minute. You found new bae talking to old bae? <laughs> but look, I told, so look, all right, initially it was like, I like we hit it off immediately, right? So I even told one of my friends, which I don't even want to say this because I feel like he listens to stuff and I don't want him to see this. He definitely listens. 
I know he I know he does for a fact. Um, but forget it. I just said to my homegirl, like the same day that I met him, I've never said this before, FYI, after meeting somebody. But I was like, Yeah, I really would stop talking to everybody for him. Like ah, that's a big step. And it was not, it was the day one. Like, and I just felt like that. Like it was just something, and I've never felt like that before. And but I didn't talk to him about the other guy until later on. And like the guy you shouldn't, because that's that's the whole point of this, right? We are allowed to live in a space dating a polyamory that I don't think we talk about because you weren't taken, but by the same token, you're allowed to have conversations and to talk to other people now when you decide to maybe I'm not dating him yet. But it's a loose date. Like dating, see, I mean, we can take this thing all the way back. Dating means, a lot of time people think dating means having sex. It does not mean that. You can literally just be buying time and talking to someone. Okay, so I don't mean dating. Like we weren't together is what I mean. Because dating, yeah, you could just go, dating is anything. Like you could just go out with somebody and us dating or whatever. But it sounds like you was like, talking to someone before it wasn't serious it wasn't committed but like it was forced like because, <laughs> wait a minute let's unpack i don't mean like he's like you put a gun to my head but okay you know when somebody's good on paper and Ooh. in your mind that person yes. like even when i talked to certain people it was like um well one person in particular i could think he's like yo that person is perfect for you and i think i tried to force it just because i'm like yo, they were good on pa- that's a whole nother topic is yeah, that good, it was on, good paper? on paper yes the, i didn't feel that spark and mm-hmm. it's like when you when it, the other person come in it's kind of like okay now this is how you're supposed to feel mm-hmm. like this is now now you don't even have my interest to even have a conversation so mm-hmm. i don't even look at that as poly and i get what you're saying because that would be separate things but like i'm not interested me personally i don't want to do that to nobody and i don't want that done to me so me, like, even though that might be a new wave of things and people that are okay with it, I'm not okay with sharing my man. Okay, but see, that's the thing about it. It's the communication. You just said it. These men be out here for the streets and you think that they're yours. And they be like, yeah. no, baby, she, he, he belonged to the whole boulevard. Yeah, everybody got this man. Speaking of belonging to the whole boulevard, I need you to talk to me about this lady that's over here getting to the bag in one month. And I need to learn what she did so we can tell everybody so we can try to figure this money out. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out, too. Now, apparently, this woman earned $34,000 in one month through financial domination. What does now, that even was- mean? Listen. A recent BuzzFeed article interviewed this woman. Her name is Victoria Silver. She has made a killing in this financial domination world. Now, people think of the submissive domination world. They generally think that there's like sex involved. Right. But financial domination doesn't have to. Now, okay. this is this is up my alley. Let's let's get into it. Now, many describe this as being mean to men. Look at this. I can get paid for this. I ain't been getting paid all this time. Girl, let me put my listening ears on. Who owe me? (laughs) Who owe me some money? Anyway, being mean to men in exchange for money. She describes it as the act of controlling, 
a submissive via their finances. She is a dominating person in a relationship. And the men, the submissives, the men like to be told what to do. And some like to be humiliated, which what? I think we did get a DM one time where a guy did ask me to curse him out. You slap your spanking. Yeah, and I, I didn't yeah. do it. So now I feel stupid because I could have been walking around <laughs> with this woman's money. and her Or you could have been on the news. Pocket. Or I could have been in jail. Okay. <laughs> Well, she communicates with them on a consistent basis. That's a problem. They want advice, updates on her life, and much more. She makes $1,000 a day, and that has become her standard. In January, she made $34,000. Now, this rise in the fandom world has increasingly grown since the pandemic. OnlyFans has created a lane, and even shows like Euphoria have introduced people to this world. It's not all telling men what to do. One thing I do with a lot of long-term clients is I push them to get raises. I push them to apply to better jobs because the more money they make, the more money they can allocate to me. I know that's right. Now, uh, get to allocating. Wait a uh She said, and then the richer I get. So what do you think about this financial domination world? And would you, if Mike lets you, partake? Hell yes. (laughs) This is amazing. Is there no sex involved? Because I was waiting for that part. She said that it doesn't have to be sex. She never said that she never had sex or never did But it doesn't have to be predicated on... What in the funny money business is going on? Okay, I think this is epic. Um, I think this woman has found her niche. I think that this woman needs to teach a lot of women out there um, two things. One, you ain't got to dig to get to the gold, sis. Obviously, somebody out here wanting it. And two, be creative in your streams of income and revenue. You know what I mean? Because there are all type of men out here. I think when you look at OnlyFans and you look at these apps, you see that people are into all different types of things. And it's a lot of money out here. The biggest question that you got to ask yourself in the morning when you wake up is how you going to go get it? And if you can do it this way, I mean, it's not illegal. You're not going to end up on a Netflix documentary. This isn't like the tender swindler. This is everything you need. All you need it's a phone. All you need is, like, all you really need is a phone. I don't understand how more people haven't reached out to me to do this. This is ridiculous. You know what? Once <laughs> um, we finish working today, I'm going to send you a proposal for a new business model. We might be going I'm into business, saying, love. like, they, they know I could be mean to men, well, so call me up. Call me now. Is I have heard of all kind of funny stuff, right? I have heard of men that have fetishes and have paid beautiful women to do the most unheard of things to them um, of the intimate, but not necessary sexual variety. And they okay. paid them. But this is a whole nother level of getting to the bag, sis. I want them to call me now. <laughs> Turn it to Miss Cleo. <laughs> <laughs> we need a whole hotline because I was like... I didn't realize that this is how y'all was giving it up out there. Cause I'm trying 34,000. I mean, she make, yo, this woman makes like $400,000 a year. But break it down though, sis. She made $34,000 by telling a man to go and ask for a raise. 
<laughs> like, like if you break it all the way down, she told you to go to the bank and get some money, and that's how she made. I'm here for her. I'm I don't not know. Gonna lie. Some people owe me money for conversation. Now that I think about it, because Pharrell, like every time certain people call my phone, I be like, oh, I feel like that's a thousand dollar day. It, well, well, if you get like her and get out here to this financial domination, then you can get to it. And, you know, people need to know this. You I learn so things too. like this right over here on the Undressing Room podcast. It's presented by Macy's. Do yourself a favor. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com slash the undressing room. Now, the name Chris Rock, you've been hearing it a lot. It's, he's been in the news. Personally, L'Oreal and I are over the Chris Rock and Will Smith story, but this has nothing to do with Will, or maybe yeah. it does. Now, even though the slap that was heard around the world is finally dying down until you listen to this episode because we are resurging it. Chris Rock has declined to return to the Oscars as a host for 2023. So in a recent show, he explained that the crowd was returning to the Oscars and that they would like him to return to the scene of the crime. He turned mm -hmm. down a commercial during Super Bowl. Chris Rock did a joke and opened up about Will Smith's smack, which he hasn't said much about the incident. Like he's on tour right now. I was supposed to see him on Labor Day in London. He's been making his little rounds, but he hasn't said much. But he did say that the slap actually, it hurt for sure. So don't think that that was a baby smack. This went back and it connected. Okay. And he understood exactly why Will Smith played the great Muhammad Ali in the biopic because the man is real strong. Now, after Will Smith posted a very out. clear apology um, and stated that he attempted to reach out to Chris Rock and to speak to him directly earlier this year, um, he was told that Chris uh, would reach out to him when, you know, Chris was ready. Not on Will's time, but on Chris's time. Now, Chris Rock, who was asked to come back to the Oscars uh, this coming uh, season and to be the host, he decided to say, no, I'm cool on that. So do you think that Chris Rock will ever be ready to have this much needed sit down? It, it, could, it doesn't have to be publicized and, you know, it doesn't have to be Gail King that does it. But do you think that, you know, they should have a talk out? And do you think that he should return to the Oscars and, you know, get back on that stage? Or should he sit it out? What are you thinking? Uh, would I return somewhere where I was disrespected to the fullest? Well, damn, low. When you put it like that, that is that is not what I said. <laughs> I mean, because that's how I'm looking at it. If okay. I'm Chris Rock, you know, if I'm Chris Rock, it's like, all right, do I feel like the Oscars protected me? No. Do I feel like they got behind me? No. They still gave Will Smith his award, didn't take it away. I'm not messing with them. Like I like one of my like dreams i want to host award shows like i think that is cool i think like to make the jokes on you people would kill an award show yeah i want to do that like that's one of my goals in life so i want to host an award show so when i look at him turning it down i'm like well let me do it well but he's done it already he has. and it has found its way all the way over here in 2022 and it's part of what we're talking about so right. maybe he opted out because things aren't all the way smoothed over and he doesn't want to add any like extra fuel to that 
you know, unflammable pockets. Yeah, and I know he's making jokes about it, but you got to like any kind of traumatizing situation PTSD can come from. So I can imagine him being on stage, still being a little nervous that somebody might get too close to him or something might happen. Or like you said, he might say something in backstage. Somebody now feels like they could put their hands on Chris Rock because hands was put on him before and nothing happened. Like the only thing that happened was whatever Will is dealing with internally, but he didn't get any real backlash as far as he didn't lose anything. I just started to see what you say. Because even when you started saying the place I was disrespected at, I think the action that happened was Will Smith, right? He was the perpetrator in that. Yeah. But it was the way it was handled after the fact. Yeah. With the greats, like, you had Denzel Washington over there, like, come on, Will. We, we, it was school, like school, they school. was laughing and they made They it weren't necessarily laughing, but... It wasn't like in school when a kid hurts another kid and they move that little kid out the way. It didn't seem I, I can no. I can see that. Everybody should have been mortified as I was. Well, I'm sure they stage. were because Shayla, who is an amazing producer, well, she joined, was mortified because this was part of her award show. Right, like, Shayla Wolf Packer was in the back like. What the fuck? I know, but it, that, that wasn't what it gave. To be honest, what I feel like the right thing to do, because Will Smith did that, you came for a moment that night, and that was your moment. So now you must leave. Your moment was supposed to no, be... No, his moment was getting that Oscar that I he listen, got. I that was the problem. The, uh, the moment was you getting an Oscar, but you came mm-hmm. for a moment. And the moment you ruined with another one, so now you're done. Go home. You still get your award. You still won. But Will is no longer here, and y'all know why. We're not going to stand up and clap for you because you did something that just was totally disrespectful. But we're not clapping for the uh, smack. We're clapping for the King Richard. You just let him come up there and receive. It's kind of like giving somebody praise for being bad still. Like a kid, right? You mess up. We do it in rap all the time. You don't get to go to Chuck E. Cheese, sis. If you messed up, you don't go to Chuck E. Cheese. If we are going to allow Kanye to sell his Yeezys and walk on our stage, he did after not put running his hands on nobody. For president of the U, he might as well had choked us all out. Please, we give though. allowances to these rappers and these artists. That's not fair. He's all, allowed no, to pick his political it's not, party. It's not fair. He, he's allowed to pick his political party. And to be honest, yes, I don't agree with Kanye, but he has every right to vote Republican, Donald Trump. You do not have your right to get Voting on stage. Voting Republican or Donald Trump and walking around talking about making America great again with a hat when just years before you talked about um, George Bush don't like black people. You are I very mean, much so support, confusing us, sir. Kim Kardashian, and she she supports Trump. All I'm saying is that we give him allowances with all his confusion, and we Never still rock with him. So give you, you crossed the line. Will Smith crossed the line. Don't oh, get me wrong. It ain't no further of it a line. Snatching you off. You learned in kindergarten. He to keep stole your an award up. from a woman on the middle of the award stage. What is the difference? No, it's equity to me. I'm just saying. Nobody. I'm just saying. And Kanye was still invited to the award shows. You got little mama running on stage, trying Again, to be in the record. She did not put her hands on anybody. People ran on stage. Fifty ran on stage during Evanescence. People run on stage. This is a thing that we do. I've ran on stage one time. Like <laughs> that's, not, that's, that's different than it going like this. And smacking someone in the face that's hosting. Like, well, that's 
crazy. But see, but it wasn't a random smack. See, that's the thing about it. That's why I love the way we unpack stuff and dress up. Because you got to get full context. No. He has said something about his wife's head, didn't have nothing to do with it. He did not just randomly Sir, come about the scene and slap this man. That joke wasn't even that bad. However, Shut you want to say he shouldn't have been offended, he intentionally said something mean to offend, and that's how you he responded. You hired me to come up here and joke, and I'm joking. Nobody paid you to slap nobody. This ain't Ali. This ain't Ali. It you is a little you. bit. No, it ain't. <laughs> and then watch, watch it be Rambo. I, I feel like this shooting. is Ali. I feel like we need to go get in our corners right now because the and gloves is off. You and then what happened? That's okay? You no, because I got bombs. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? I do. I do. I do. Hey, hey, y'all. It's your girl here, Evil Marcel. And I'm L'Oreal. And by now, you've heard us talk about the 2022 Buick Enclave. Now, they're really, really showing out on this one here. Yes. And speaking of showing out, our very own Erica Campbell is starring in a Buick video series called What Moves You? And this one is called Word to My Village. Now, you can go ahead and check it out at madamnoir.com slash what moves you. Yes, Eva, it's so amazing. And it shows no matter how busy life gets, Erica Campbell always makes time to reconnect with her family and her friends. And family is so much more important than the people that we're related to. It's much more than that. You know that, yeah, right? No, it's so much more than that, L'Oreal. And it's so true. The one thing that I love that she said in this video is that I am committed to my purpose and to sharing the blessings of my life with you all. And then together we pay it forward to others. It, it just moves me. You know, right. I think about my own life, my own commitment to my own little family, the community that I'm committed to and what actually moves me as a person. Eva, same here. I'm reminded that today more than ever, we need to spend time with our tribe. So remember that we are not alone and understand that anything great we achieve, we'll do it with the support of our chosen family. Yes, for chosen family. I like that, L'Oreal. Also, I like that the 2022 Buick Enclave Avenir offers features that can help you stay connected with that community. So there's a third row of premium seating so you can pick up everyone. And there's a tech savvy feature situation so that you can stay connected with others. That's right. The vehicle is multifaceted and perfect for your entire tribe, whether you're headed to a barbecue or a concert, which we always are headed mm -hmm. to both. <laughs> Everyone is always super comfortable. And of course, they arrive in style. So the question is, what moves you? Hmm? Head on over to madamnoir.com slash what moves you to check out this series for yourself. L'Oreal, what is going on? I don't even know anymore. I mean, I'm hot. <laughs> hot. 38 hot. That, yes. Okay. Well, a man tells a woman why he doesn't think they are a match. Now, a recent text message thread seen on social media will have you continuing to question the current state of dating. Now, a man texts a woman he was potentially interested in dating and tells her that they wouldn't be a good match based on the bio that he read. Now, she the asked bio. him okay. what part stood out, and this is what he said. Single mother. So I'll come second to children that aren't even mine, which is totally understandable, by the way. Also, you have kids and you're 35. 
So you probably don't want any more. And even if you did, it's about a 70% chance you can't. You're an independent woman. So your career will come before me as well. Most likely, you're not submissive. Have the same, I don't need a man, I want a man mentality as all the other girls that let that social construct brainwash them. When girls typically say they are independent, they use it as an excuse for their bad behavior and masculine traits. I want to stay at home wife. That's the mother to my children who will give me stability and will stay loyal to me and is submissive. But that's impossible to find. Sorry for the rant. Modern dating is impossible for men like me. LOL. Now, do you think it's important to ask a guy why he isn't interested in you if he does decide to break off anything y'all have on? And do you think that his assessment was fair to have him think that a woman wouldn't be submissive if she brings up being independent. The fact no. that he ended this with modern dating is impossible for men like me. Thanks is the for issue. nothing, Tramp. Because That's what he really wanted to say. The men like you are the same man that says that I don't need a man, I want a man, is a mentality that has brainwashed them. First Woo. of all, sir, I don't need a man is a fact. I want a man is another fact. The problem that we, I mean, it must be something they want to hear us talk about every single week on our podcast because men get into it. We don't need your money. We don't need your status. We don't need for people to know that you're a doctor for my name as your woman to sound good. Cause guess what, bruh? I'm a doctor. I did my residency. I got my own stuff, but I do want a man because I don't want to go to dinner by myself. I don't want to just me and L'Oreal, you pay this week, I pay that week. I want someone to have conversation with. I want someone to be there to give me encouragement, to remind me that I'm enough. But it doesn't mean that I need you to pay my bills because, bruh, I wouldn't be dating unless I was able to pay my own bills. Like, let's just start there. Today's <laughs> woman does not even get themselves in a reality to go somewhere to eat that they can't pay that bill themselves. Right. So you're mad at the fact that we've pulled up to the bumper. We, you're mad at the fact that we did what your mama taught us to do because maybe your mom, like a lot of moms, didn't have help. So they had to figure it out themselves. So they taught their kids how to do the same thing. And that is what you have. Bro, you're going to be lonely. Yes. And I hate that people naturally think just because you're independent means that you can't be submissive in a relationship. Talk well. about it. Because I just had this conversation and somebody kind of made that assessment about me. Like, well, I can't see you. I can only imagine you in a relationship. You're going to be trying to run that man. And I was like, well, why would I want to be in that relationship? I was like, I don't want to be in a relationship where it's like, oh, I'm running the man. Like, if I just because I have strong opinions and that I'm very, uh, very like I carry myself a certain way, doesn't mean that when it comes to my man, I'm not thinking about trying to please him. You know, I don't want somebody that can also lead and that I trust enough to follow like that. Why do you think just because I do for myself that I can't also like be led? You know exactly. what I mean? Like I can the also idea. Be led. The idea that a woman that is strong and independent is not also submissive is absolutely crazy. It is frustrating. And I know it's not just me I because it. I have been independent and worked for myself since I was 18 years old. I am also 
most likely one of the most submissive women you can ever meet when it comes down to they like you clip your husband's toenails i sure do i do any and everything for my husband because that's my husband and i also get up and go to the boardroom and remind these people not to mess with me because this ain't my first time at the rodeo we can do all of it the problem is is why are you afraid to let a woman be also strong and soft why can't the duality exist and even they do it to themselves too for men because men either has to be macho and strong or he a sucker and he's sensitive like no yeah, it's only can, like one or the other, or like the you other. Can't both. and and just like men are not just one thing women are not just one thing and the one thing we don't need from you right now sir is your money so pull up your under the waist game pull up your consideration game because that's what we need today yeah and that's the problem like you said it's like you you lead with money you have nothing else and that's why you're so frustrated and can't date is because you don't have a personality you don't have values oh. and morals you don't have yeah you all you, you have mean the gucci pers- watch isn't a personality no is that, do not. you mean his fancy car is not his personality is not a personality that is cute for three days and not even three maybe an hour and then after that you have to have some substance to you but nine times out of ten when you're looking at somebody that's just about money or you're leading with money that's all you have to offer so when it comes to this woman that's why she has to get herself together to be able to do all this stuff alone but she said she got it though she got a bag there's so many men like you that's just has nothing to offer but money and then what do you want you want her to throw her whole life away just because you have money you want her to sit in the house raise kids and then when i was you gonna decide- say can we go back to these children because she already told you she was a single mom Come so on. the fact that she has prioritized taking care of these kids and creating a career for herself now you want her to throw all that away just to sit around taking care of your kids when you don't even want to accept hers and he kind of called her old when he said 35. he did and i, I, like I mean either. i just start having kids till i was 30 but i digress there's women out here having, and then what he means, she can't even have a kid no more, 70%. Like, what the hell are you talking about? That's not true. Like, well, you just saying anything. And in and- this instance, the question you asked me, which is, do you, would I want to know why a guy wasn't interested in me? I absolutely would want to know this because I would go off back into the world and know that ain't nothing wrong with me and that these men are crazy. And it yeah. keep doing what so I'm wait, doing. You would, so that's a question. Like, so somebody stops talking to you, like you should call them and be like, hey, why don't you mess with me no more? Like, what? like how would that No, but your question to me was that I think it was important to ask a guy why, why he's not interested. interested. And yes, I don't so think how it, would you even go about that? Like, I, was say, I don't think it would, it's important, but I'm not mad at, mad at this man's rant because this just re-solidified and reminded me that a lot of times when relationships don't work out, it's not that it's something wrong with me. Yeah, but sometimes the person is telling you what the problem is. Like, if I think about the the guy that I tell you that I didn't really, like, it didn't really click, Mm -hmm. like, I would tell him things and he just still wouldn't listen. And that's part of the reason why you didn't make it to the next level is because you don't listen to me either. So it's like, if I'm telling you this is what I need in order for Mm -hmm. me to, like, feel comfortable and, like, vulnerable or, like, let my guard down with you... And you're just like, oh, I'm taking it all in and you never change. It's like, bruh, don't ask me when I stop talking to you why you stop talking to me. I was telling you all that time I was talking to you what was not right. So sometimes people are telling you, you just not listening. But even in that, 
And I know we got to move on to the next topic, but sometimes you're telling a man to change in a space that's a difficult change. So it's not something that's going to happen tomorrow. So like, for instance. Yeah, but you better figure it out I'm by just, next week. But but maybe it may, <laughs> may not happen by next week. I remember talking to a friend and I know it personally saying that she's dating somebody that's not super duper affectionate and she needs a lot more affection, though they do show love. But it's not in that like mushy, mushy on Instagram kind of way that she sees other people receive it. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, look. A lot of times that's not their norm. So to tell them that you need that, that's a fine for a notice, but they have to learn to exercise and learn how to do that. It's not like wear a red shirt versus a blue shirt. You're mm-hmm. asking me to to change who I which I most yeah, likely need to do. Yeah, some things are not easily changeable. Yeah, but so some you're not gonna are. see that tomorrow. Like some tomorrow. Things are. Some things are like if it's something where it's like I don't want to constantly like I know like you I know you like me, but I don't want to take the initiative to things all the time. Like do something like you're it's like lazy to me if you depend on one person to always be like, hey, we should link. Oh, you want that Teddy Pendergrass. You want the 50 50 love. Not even just that, but it's just like do something like as a man, I do think that it is nice if they can plan something if they can be like hey why don't we do this or i have this right. plan for us like Take that is attractive to me like give initiative especially so you know what's like so funny it. that you're saying this l'oreal because we're about to go into your dms and i see they take the initiative every single week you know what i'm saying <laughs> And they go in, they say how they feel, they state their intentions. So I would just like to visit that part. And I want you to roll over what you just said into that. Okay. Well, I will say this though. Like these initiatives just be not <laughs> Don't disclaimer Like me. these ain't the initiatives I was <laughs> nope, referring to. That's not what you said. Don't give me a disclaimer. <laughs> like this one is weird. I'm okay. just going to read. This is quick. Good morning, baby. I'm 41 myself, baby. Send me pictures, baby. This is on Instagram. There's pictures. (laughs) (laughs) One, there's already pictures. This is a whole message that you just called me baby in one message. One, two, three, four, five times. And and there's not even that many words. Can I there's can ten I, words and five of them are baby. Maybe he did a voice dictation and did a real baby. <laughs> <laughs> he bored though. He bored. So okay, well, how about the N and no? It's never gonna happen. <laughs> that is now, not silent. <laughs> no, this other guy, he come with a pimp ponytail talking about you won't give me a chance because you like lames. I've been DMing you for over two years now. You must be lame too. <laughs> Yo. If you don't respond to me, then you are lame. So I guess I'm And just if lame. I do respond to you, I've just been bullied. Like, sir. I mean, like, what did he think that in all the other messages, he just kept putting yo, 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 <laughs> yo, yo, yo. So like, I guess that was supposed to put my panties in a bunch anyway if lame was a person okay give me some more give me some more so the last one that we have i think we have some audio for this one now i don't know how that's possible you got another voice note we got a voice note so somebody left me one before remember that was quite yes it was good though yeah now we have a new one and this guy starts off with 
I think I love you. I don't know. And then he put the snack in face. And then he said, I just want to take you on one date, please, just one, anywhere you want to go. So then that didn't work. So then he did this. I feel you. And I was wondering if I could take you out, show you a good time, show you. Time. Let's play it just one more time. Let's play it. And I was wondering if I could take you out, show you a good time, show you. <laughs> First of all, he didn't even know the word. The crazier part is, what is he singing? Oh, I know that I could take you out, show you a good time. What song is that? Um, oh, Charlie Wilson. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I had no clue. Oh, my God. Oh, my I God. I didn't know what he was saying. The L. crazy part is, I looked at his page, and he's actually cute. I love him. <laughs> I love him. I love the segment. I love my job. I love the whole <laughs> fact that the metaverse includes a DM section so that I can have this joy in my day. Is this uh, crazy? I'm gonna play this episode. I want. I just want to hear that song. Send, send me that voice note so that I can just have that. But in defense to everyone that slides in your DM, they have seen a lot of wrong ways to approach it. So this is his way of taking initiative and approaching you in a way that might get some This is play, him play it one more time. Play one more time. Play one more time. Play one more time. I feel you. And I was wondering if I could take you out, show you a good time, show you. It's the starting off humming and ending off humming for me. It's that. It's that for me. <laughs> Yo, Eva. What is anyway? If one of y'all want to slide in my DM and you think you got better pipes than him, hit us up. Hit me up at Star and L'Oreal, S T A R R I N G L O R E L, and I'm definitely gonna make sure we uh, play it, say it, or do whatever we gotta do. That I was hilarious. If I could take you out, you a good time. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. We can literally end the show there, but there is a final question to undress. Let me collect myself, pick up some of these clothes, wipe off these laughter tears because L'Oreal, your DMs have been dead this week. Oh my goodness. Okay. So for our final question to undress this week, I need you to do me a favor. Check out this audio. It's of a phone conversation between a man and a woman after she offers for him to come over. Hey, Mark, it's Jackie. Jackie. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's going on? Oh, nothing. I was just calling because it's been a while since I've seen you and I'm in your neighborhood. You want me to come by? Oh, I ain't tripping. You can do that. What does that mean? It means you can come through. But do you want me to? It don't matter. I'm not tripping. Look, Mark, if you don't want me to come by, then just say it. What? I, di I didn't say I didn't want you to come. Then what are you saying? I just said you can come by. But do you want me to come by? I'm starting not to. Then why in the hell you didn't just say that in the first place? Hold on, hold on. Let's let's hit the pause button for a minute. 
All I'm saying is it's cool if you come by. But if you don't, I won't be mad at you. So you're basically saying you're not looking forward to me coming by? Oh, my God. Okay. Both okay. of them are aggravating. I'm going to just be honest. Okay, no. As no. a unit, both of them are aggravating as hell. Okay, so I was going to ask you who you thought was wrong, but you say both of them are wrong. Well, yeah. Why is it? Do you think that his response was a little too direct? You think he should have just said yes in a different way? Do you think that she was doing too much? What are your thoughts? So I do understand if you say something like that to somebody and their response is that, it kind of would give me like, oh, well, he doesn't really care if I come over here or not. So he's not interested. So it's like, why should I be running over to see? I was excited and clearly he's not. So I don't know. Sometimes like you don't know, depending on the person's day, whatever, maybe they're not an enthusiastic person, but like, don't make me feel like I'm, you're doing me any favors by hanging out or being around me. So that's one way that you can look at it. Could she have been overanalyzing it? Yes. But again, it depends on the person because if some people are just like that, like they don't get excited based off of certain things, but like it is a little rude. You don't think so? Like, no, if- You know what, ma'am? That's why you single. That's why you single. You must likely a very <laughs> nice lady, but that's why you single. Because so what happened? Why, why because you- this? Okay. If this was a text message, low, I could understand. So if this was a text message and someone texts me and was like, you know, it don't matter to me or whatever, then I could see how it could come off wrong because intentions and tones don't exist in text. So you can read some message and be like, oh, did you just shade me? But if you say it, you're like, oh, that wasn't shady. You were just telling me what it was. So in this instance, it's not a text message. It's a conversation. He obviously didn't even anticipate her coming over. He could have not even have been home. And if she just, hey, I ain't seen you in a while. They obviously are not in an actual relationship because it sounds a little too estranged. That's and uh, you want to come over? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess cool. Like, the fact that the second time you asked him. Yeah, but him, you said it different than he, you saying it don't matter to me and saying, saying yeah, that's he, cool. He's saying it's cool, like whatever. Like if you in an area you want to come by, cool. If you don't come by, cool. If you want to see me next Friday, cool. I don't understand. What happened is sis was having a bad day, personally. I don't I know. I think if, like, she's, she has more in the relationship than he does. I think that's what that, the issue is. But, but can't have that much in the relationship because she started off by saying, I ain't seen you. I talked to you in a while and I was in your neighborhood. So it can't that's be that true. That's much true. I've, I've in the, that part. the relationship, right? Like they cool when they be kicking in and you in his area you might live you know naturally 30 minutes away so if you on his side of town cool she just made it like this is what i get and i think we as women and men do it to each other a lot life is hard and mental health matters and other things in life could be pissing you off frustrating you and got you feeling away it could feel like the world is short with you so when you call your person and they don't say exactly what you want to hear the way you want to hear you it. Take it, it out on them. Yeah, because real talk, he didn't do nothing wrong. He sounded like he was sitting there playing his PS5 and uh, she was actually interrupting the game. 
Yeah, and I can see that he didn't do anything necessarily wrong. But once the conversation started going left, he didn't help it either. Yeah, he like, did. He said, I don't even know if I want you to come because you giving me. You yeah, exactly. Like they, it, it started to get a little hostile. Like they were going back and forth instead of it just being like, hold on a second. I did say you can come. So, But what? why do we even have to do that? You know, God knew not to make. If only I was a man, if you only if you care about somebody, and maybe they had a day too, and maybe like you said, she was expecting. Oh, I would, I would love to see you. Yes, but what by. if he had a day? I'm gonna be honest with you. If I respond like he responded, it's because I don't want to see you. Maybe that's why I'm taking. If it like I that. respond the way he responded, that means that I am in the middle of watching a show or doing other things, which means too. I don't want to see you. No, it doesn't mean that me. I don't want to see you, but it is of no consequence if you do or don't come is it's all that means but if I you come you not cool the door's <laughs> open so it's not like you know what i'm saying i'm bruno mars in this thing i'm gonna leave the door open the door open. it just it just depends like i said like like if if it's somebody's calling me and i say that to them it's because i really don't want them to pull up but if my person was to call me and be like yo I'm, I was about, I'm around, I'm about to pull but you, up. But that's your person. If that's somebody, what I'm saying. Is this, a, is this not her person? It can't be her person, friend, because the context of the um the message, it started. Well, they should, no, they should, there's nothing to argue about. It, that's my point. Message. Oh, boy yeah. was in the right. Sis was in the wrong, and she was treating him like that's her husband, and it's not. It's a dude that you mess with on the other side of town that you ain't seen in a while, and you Maybe lucky she want to see him more, and he don't, he curve her like this. She ain't seen him in a while because he feels like, whatever, I don't care if I see you or not like it's just once that, again this is a great case that he got that <laughs> she got he got that good good he okay, got that I, good now good. now we both got and you know how you know he got the good good by how he responds as well yep that's what that means i'm and, just saying and, and fyi it's a lot of you trying to come throughs it's a lot of you trying to come through <laughs> talking about what's up big head what you doing <laughs> i ain't here for you in a while <laughs> Well, that was our final question to undress. Now, if you want us to undress your question, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the undressing room podcast. Slide into our DM for your chance to be featured. That's right. You're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast brought to you by Macy's. And all you got to do is log on to the undressingroompod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page. Make sure you go listen to all the older episodes because we definitely have some great content out there that you will want to see just in case you haven't already. Or go watch it again like two, three times and rate. Oh, well, I guess um, after that, it's a ta-ta for now. Bye. Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cole Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani, Michelle Marino, and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.